You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast. I'm your host, Jovan J. Palmer. And as always, we have amazing people on the podcast sharing transparent and vulnerable moments. I got a good guy. What do you go by? You go by Mitt or Darren? Which Mitt, one? Mitt. Mitt. Yeah. All right. What's up, brother? How you feeling? I'm good, bro. I'm good, good, good. good. good Let me bring bro. it to you a little bit. I'm All right, good, 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 man. So, uh, appreciate you coming through. No, I appreciate you. Appreciate you coming to town, brother. My, 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 you know, I, I was telling you, bro, I love doing other things outside of real estate. Talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. Outside of real estate, so definitely. Here we go, man. Let's get into it, man. Introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. If you want to tell them what you do, you can. Um. So I'm Mitt. Mitt Smith, um, born and raised in Philly, live in the D.C. area. I am a real estate investor, uh, everything real estate, and um, that's about it, bro. I don't want to get into too much details about the real estate. I want to talk about some deep stuff, bro. Yeah, for sure, because they didn't catch another <laughs> episode of real estate. Word, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, man. So um, you're from Philly, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so what's life growing up in Philly like? Let's start with childhood. Uh, You know, typical uh, hood, hood stuff, you know, grew up, born and raised in a, a section of uh, Philadelphia called Alany, um, kind of like North Philly-ish, mm-hmm. um, single parent household, me and my uh, brother. Uh, man, regular stuff, bro. We lived on a corner house, you know, so when you live on a corner house in the inner city, <coughs> your house is prone to the, you hear all of the, the ambulance, the, the, the gunshots, um, Man, just it's a lot of noise, a yeah. lot of noise. But the thing is, um, I was cool with everybody in the neighborhood. So my mom was like the neighborhood mom. You always could come to our crib whenever you need anything, food, you need somewhere to stay for the night, all that. Um, so I grew up in that environment where, you know, it, the thing is, if you was born and raised in the hood, you don't think anything of it. You don't think it's the hood. You don't think your mom's struggling when you're in it because you think this is how life's supposed to be. Um, and I would say the, 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 the thing that changed everything for me was going to college, bro, mm. seeing something different. You know, I've never even seen a single family house. Really? When I, you know, in Philly, there's a bunch of row houses, so everything is next yeah, to yeah, each right, other. Right, right, right. It's just so congested, and that's, 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 that's all I knew. I never seen a, a single family house, um, even just like yards and stuff, like big yards, like some of that stuff was just new to me. And then when I went to Virginia State, um, it was an eye opener, bro. Complete eye opener. And it was like, I ain't want to go back. And I never went back. Really? Like, so you stayed in living. Virginia? Once I, once I left for college at 18, never went back, bro. Never went back. What was like the ultimate decision for you to say, I'm not going back? My environment, um, meeting, meeting people from other areas, even women. Um, shout out to my wife. But uh, one of my first girlfriends um, I met in college, she came from a, like, the like the Cosby type of background, you know, gotcha, we like the gotcha. Cosby show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mom, dad, uh, big house, and I remember one uh, Thanksgiving I went over there with them and spent Thanksgiving with them, and I was like, "Yeah, I want this." Like it was different. Mm-hmm. It felt different. The love was different. Um, just seeing happy people all the time, big house. I, that, that that was like right after that. I was like, "I want to get married." I want to get married and don't have a family, bro. Like, Word. Hey, serious. I was never, like, always – I always wanted a, a girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, always, always in a relationship. Always. 
my whole life, which is probably, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't know if I could be alone. It's hard for me to be alone, bro. Mm. Um, one of my best friends, uh, Malik, said that. He said, bro, you know, since I met you, bro, you always had a girlfriend, always. He's like, bro, you never just chill. Like, we, even when I have breakups, um, it's like a month or two. I'm, I'm looking for a wife, bro. I'm looking for another girl. I, I, I can't really. It's hard to be alone, for sure. Hard to be. I'm, I'm not sure why, though. And maybe you can help me solve well, that. We <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I want to go back because you mentioned you was you grew up in a single parent home. Yeah. Yep. What was that like? Um, and what are some of the challenges of growing up in a single parent home? Oh, <clears throat> so the thing is, my mom, she worked. Uh, so my mom worked for an insurance company for 27 years. Right. Um, so no college degree or nothing like that. And after the 27 years, she got laid off. Mm. And after she got laid off, she caught cancer. Um, while she had cancer, she still was working, you know, uh, two side jobs after the, the insurance company laid her off. And that's when I started realizing, oh, mommy's struggling. Yeah. Because she working two jobs. So, you know, when you, when anybody who born in a single parent household, that when the parents not in the house, we outside a lot. And that's who really started raising us, mm. the streets. Kid, your, your friends, uh, we started getting into, when I reached like 13, 14, that's when we started getting into drugs, stealing cars. Some of them was robbing people, you know what I mean? And um, luckily, I didn't get too deep involved into some of that stuff, you know what I mean? Again, when I went to college at 18, it kind of removed me at a pivotal point because that's when really all my friends started getting locked up for like serious stuff. Mm -hmm. I got locked up, but it wasn't like, I wasn't, it wasn't for like a robbery nothing like that it was small stuff um not nothing crazy you know what i mean not, not too crazy <laughs> so i was able to i was able to escape that by okay. the grace of god honestly because if i didn't go to college it would have been a rat for me for sure mm. like my childhood friends to this day i'm still cool with some of them but really can't hang with them more than like a day bro otherwise we start we I, i'm gonna start being getting involved in what they involved in and I'm cool on that. You know what gotcha, I mean? Definitely gotcha. cool on that. Yeah. So you say you got a, it's a brother, right? Brother, my older brother. Older brother? He had a big he had a big impact on my life too. Um so he played football. He actually uh entered the NFL draft. He right. didn't get drafted. Um but I just follow his footsteps, right? He's like super athletic and I just follow him. I wanted to be like my big brother. And more so like he was like my my father figure. But we six years apart. So when I reached that 13, 14 year old, that's when he started doing, he was in college getting to the NFL. So that part, it was just me in mm -hmm. the streets, like kind of trying to figure it out. I would call him and, and stuff like that, but he wasn't, he wasn't with me. So it was literally me while mommy was at work, working two jobs. And you know, uh, my mom had boyfriends, you know what I mean? Some of them would live, would live with us sometimes. And to, if I'm gonna be all the way transparent, I think my mom was, you know, messing with some of these guys cause she needed help. Mm. Cause they would they would come in, you know. She's trying to get bills paid. Yo, anybody who grew up, the females, you grew up in the hood and you just trying to survive. You want to make sure your kids is good. So, yo, a lot of this stuff I ain't realized until I was older. Like I see why mommy did what she did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she died when I was 23. Yellow lung cancer at 49 years old. And then, luckily, I had graduated by the, at that time. But still, was I, I was lost still. Eighty thousand dollars in student loan debt. Um just still ain't no like bro i had to grow up fast you know what i mean I had to grow up fast and figure out life and that's why i always think maybe I, I always had a girlfriend man always looking for somebody to replace my mom i think because you lost her at such I'm a young about age it now. like you yeah. know do you think you were trying to like replace mom like all the things that she did or all the things that 
you all couldn't do together because you said you lost at a young age. So yeah, it's like bro. you're trying to like duplicate moms in a sense of where 23 years old and you still didn't get a chance to like really like live a full life for her. She didn't get a chance to meet your wife, your child, and everything like that. Nothing, bro. Now she used to always say, well, my grandkids. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm 22, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We so, they, so, they were so used to having kids, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21. Whereas though our generation, I think we starting to get it, starting to get it more. Like we mm-hmm. ain't, we ain't with the twenty. Like if we ain't right at thirty, we ain't having kids. Facts. It ain't, we, Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> we, it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of things. Like my wife never was able to meet my mom, so stuff like that kind of messed with me. Mm-hmm. Of course, Savannah ain't meet her. Um, you know what I mean? I definitely be. And I just lost my dad in December. So mm. after my mom passed, I would say my dad made an effort to be in my life. And I appreciated that. You know, he called me every week when my mom passed just to say, I love you. Um, and he was an alcoholic. He died because lungs, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He died, uh, he was 57. But he wasn't, we didn't have like a real like relationship. Like bond, you know what yeah. I mean? It was like, that's my dad, so I love him. But yeah. that's, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing else outside now, of that. Growing up without him, uh, what was life like? You know, was it something like, y'all, I would love my dad to be here for a football game or a basketball game or a soccer yeah. game like that? Um, I ain't really think of it, bro. My brother would play that, play that role. But I will say, um, when I seen, back to that girl I dated in college, when I seen her, go home and her dad was there um man i don't know it was something about dating her and seeing that that joint right there it changed it changed my that had a it's like a pivotal moment just watching that mm-hmm. now it, it, it was it was strange um my dad i learned more about my dad when he passed away in these last four months than i did when he was actually lit from his from his mom his grandma the reason i'm here today mm-hmm. um my mom used to always tell me, because I would always say sometimes, like if I needed some money or something, she'd be like, I would say, Mom, can I go ask my dad for some money or for a PlayStation? She'd be like, no, don't ask him for nothing. He was here before, so you don't need to ask him for nothing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then the moments, so the last two years, I've been building a relationship with my father, and I've been asking him. I try to get stuff out of him. It's hard to talk to him, because he was a, a true alcoholic. So. It wasn't many times where I was able to talk to him where he wasn't drunk. Mm-hmm. So getting like real answers out of him was definitely, uh, it was hard, it was challenging, but I got some things out of him. And I used to ask him on um, what happened between you and mommy. And he said, he would tell me things and I was trying to put pieces together, but it was kind of kind of hard, but he, I didn't know. So they got married actually, they wasn't like married. I re- we all lived in the same house when I was like two or three, and then they got divorced. So I, you know, you don't remember yeah, that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he got hit by a trolley in 19, like 91 or something. Mm-hmm. And he had to get surgery on his brain. And after that, he lost his job. Like something, ha- happened, something happened to him mentally. He like started losing it and started getting drunk. Like that's when it all started. My mom divorced him because of that. Um, just out, he used to work for the IRA, like at the, in the Back in the day, that was considered a good job, a government job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he lost it all after that. And it, in my opinion, my mom, she dated him because of the stability when she met him. Mm-hmm. Working for the government. Um, and she told me he never wore jeans. Like he always, I remember he used to always like dress like a businessman. Like that was his thing. And then after that trolley accident, it seemed like 
like going downhill, downhill bro. Yeah. Um, and I remember my mom dating a couple guys, man, and they be following me on Facebook now, calling me their son. It'd be weird, bro. I'm like, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it'd be so weird. Oh, yeah, bro. for sure. Yeah. It'd be weird. And I'd be like, I remember some of them. But I don't even know how to say, like, yo, stop calling me that. Well, you're not your, not your son. Like, I mean, you might have been in my mom's life for two years. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Um, but my mom definitely struggled. I just, I got so just so many things in my head that I remember her doing, but I didn't catch it. And now I do. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, $150 was, like, the budget for the month for food. And at the time, I remember, like, all, a lot of these conversations, we used to have something called Save a Lot. Y'all have Save a Lot yep. out here? That was like our thing. Like we used to go to save a lot, make that joint stretch, bro. Um, and at the time, I'm like hundred. Now I'm thinking hundred and fifty dollars for the month. That's we a, be tripping over. That's a week's worth of groceries. <laughs> <laughs> we be tripping over like you know fifteen hundred on the month. I'm like, oh yeah. And the fact that she made it work, mm-hmm. and uh, and it things I see my mom do, I sometimes bring on to my wife, and it's not fair because. My mom, she she used to struggle, but she used to make it work and figure it out. Whereas though, Jaleesa fake bougie, right? <laughs> so I'll be like, I used to say when we first started dating, I used to say stuff like, "Yo, like you not built, mm. like you, you not built." Like my mom would, my mom would never. Even my grandmother, my grandma had twelve kids by herself. Your grandma had twelve kids by yeah, herself. My mom's mom, it was twelve of them. So when I. I just all I seen was like strong women raising the family by themselves, mm. and it's like we got one kid, and she it used to stuff used to happen with me and Jaleesa. It used to uh, cause a lot of issues, honestly. And I used to be like, "Yo, my grandma did it with twelve. Why are you tripping? You can't say that, right? <laughs> no, because grandma. But she, Jaleesa, always bring this to me. Was your grandma really happy? You think your grandma wanted to go through that? Mm. She wasn't. My mom wasn't. She struggled." Which was probably the reason she caught cancer, stress. Yeah. After she lost that job, granted, she smoked cigarettes and stuff, but I'm, I'm almost sure the stress, it added to that. Mm, my bad. And uh, it definitely wasn't fear. I think a lot of us guys, our generation, say that to our girlfriends, our wives. We expect that woman to be our mom. For sure, yeah. When it's not even, you shouldn't even, it's not fair to even compare that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the daddy thing, that's why I'm so pressed on Jaleesa, no matter what, we can hate each other, but I'm not, I'm not going nowhere if, I'm not leaving Savannah, you feel me? I ain't going nowhere, I don't care what you got going on, I don't care what happens, even if we gotta live in separate houses, we gonna be on the same block, cause I ain't going nowhere. Um, I think having both parents in the house is, man, that's your, is major. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's, you can, you, both, you can, both your parents? Yeah, you know? yep. yeah, can you imagine like, one of them not even being there? I don't know, cause my life was a little different. Okay. okay yeah, so okay, it's like, okay. I'm, I'm in therapy right now, working through some parental issues right now, so it's just, but I get what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely major, but this is, I, I'm also a proponent of, I see people stay together because of kids, mm-hmm. and they hate each other. Oh, for sure. So, I'm not with that either though. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not willing to live a miserable life just for the sake of, we got kids together. Yeah. Um, which is why, I try to just keep the marriages at the forefront even before the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the, the marriage is more important than the kids, it's more important than your parents. I used to always say, if I asked you, I said, put these in order. Your spouse, your kids, your parents, the priority. 
who first, who second, who third. Granted, that's how you was married. Yeah, it'd be just how you said it. Wife. Wife, kid, parents. And then, and then yeah. your mom and dad. Yeah, and before, if you would have asked me that, kids, parents, wife. Really? Yes, like my cousin. You know, my why, mom would the, was, why would you have put the wife at that type of priority? Because to me, they're the newest person in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, they can leave me anytime. They can leave me. And like your parents is with you for life. They always got your back. You could do no wrong in your mom or your dad's eyes for most people. And then your kids, it's like, that's mine. So it's like the only attachment I have to a wife, that's how I was used to think, is this paper. Got you. No yeah, blood. Yeah, you can yeah. leave me when you want. You can go cheat on me. And it is what it is. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, the last podcast that Dave was on, you were speaking. And I think Dave has spoke and said he married to his business mm-hmm. more so than his, uh, his, his spouse because he can control the business. I right. think that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can control the business, but his wife, like, she has her own mind. She pretty much makes her own decisions. Yeah, so like she that. could just decide that she's not happy one day and up and leave. Yeah. He can't really do nothing about that. True. The business he can control, and I think that's where it came from. Your mom and your dad, they not going to leave you. My daughter not going to leave me. But Jaleesa, go meet a, a handsome, <laughs> a handsome dark-skinned man, you know what I mean? <laughs> who's 6'2", six, who's and be like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this. We, we've been together for 10 years. and Really? Yeah, we've been married five together for 10. Wow. So, you know, you start reaching those, like, damn. Mm. I, I see uh, uh, marriages all the time. We've been together for 40 years. We decide to go our own ways. I never understood that. Like, 40? I don't understand how That's, you've done 10, 20, 30, 40, sometimes even 50 years. Yeah, yo, it's just we grew apart. I At don't, that point, it's like, yeah, we might as well ride this thing we, out. We ride. But I can understand, man, nobody, you, they like the golden years when you 50, 60, 70. So I guess you want to go out just happy, man. Like, you don't want to go out. Yeah, I get that part, but it's just like, what is it? My thing is like, were you really in love, though? We was talking about this. When it comes to marriage, bro, um, you be in and out of love. You're not always in love. You and Julissa have fallen in and out of love with each other. All the time. We always love each other, but falling in and out for sure. So what's the glue that keeps you all together outside of Savannah? Uh, The foundation got to be strong. Uh, You got to know that it's bigger than just uh, us uh, I had you up here with me. Um, it's it's just bigger, bro. Our foundation, I think, is 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 pretty solid. Um, we have a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just imp- I don't know, man. That's a good question. That's a good question. Can she speak? Yeah, yeah. What what you think? Gotcha. There's never really anything where we are like, I always say if you have to compromise on like your core values, mm-hmm. then that's, that's a no. But everything else is like, you got to figure it out. You can compromise on that. I think they're just full of compromise. Yeah, our communication has, has got way better. We used to be terrible communicators. We would just, she right, she thinks she right, I think I'm right, and we won't talk. And we won't sleep in the same bed. Um... And we just, whatever. Like, we stuck in our own ways. And then I realized, yeah, that's, 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 not, that's not working. That's not working. Um, communication 
is everything. And now we ain't really gonna go a day without Target. When we got issues, like if I was to say something like, yeah, you're not built for this. You're not built for motherhood. You're not my mother. Like she would have figured it out. I wouldn't even dare to say that. But if I did say that, um, I'm gonna clear that up. I'm gonna clean that up fast. I'm not even gonna let that go because it affects the whole household, bro. Because we got Savannah, and Savannah knows when we even speak loud at each other, even if we're not arguing, we just playing or something. Yeah. Savannah like gets in between it, and she sees it. She sees all that stuff, bro. And the, the kids catch everything. I'm like, yeah, let me. Let's not do this like this. So, mm-hmm. um, but we still, I already know we still gonna fall in and out of love. It's not. It's not. That's not gonna stop, bro. To be in love for 30 years and you was always deeply in love is almost impossible. I think. It's, it's, it can't happen. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Ask your parents, bro. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. You're not going to. But are you like in love? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes we don't even want to be around each other, bro. I love you, but let me give me. I need. I need, I need some time. Like, I understand. Yeah, I definitely yeah. understand that part. I yeah, mean, everybody, in that moment, I don't think you in love. Yeah. I you think everybody I mean? needs their space to kind of just really, like, recluse to themselves, refigure themselves out, and kind of figure out what's going on and all that types of stuff. Yeah, bro. It's 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 important, man. It's important that you understand that you're not going to be in love. I don't yeah. Know, yeah. So where do you see, like, looking back at, you know, always wanting to have a girlfriend and always wanting to just be with somebody, you said, of course, part of that had to do with, you know, of course, you know, your mom dying at a young age, but was it something else that you were looking for? I think stability, man. I'm, when you by yourself, um, you single, yeah, you single, right? So I remember, I, I remember times of being single and just being in my apartment. I don't like the feeling, bro. It's like doing like it's just like because next thing you know right depending on where you at in life you dating you messing around with multiple women and I remember I got to a point yo I it just felt disgusting like Mm -hmm. I woke up I used to hate I I remember I I knew I reached a point I used to wake up next to like a just random woman Mm -hmm. I like I felt disgusted like I didn't want them there like, just get out. Like, that's why I wanted my mind. Like, yo, just get out, bro. Like, I don't, we don't, like, you You having pointless sex, meaningless sex with people. Um, it's, like, just pointless. And nothing, nothing could come good of that. They get pregnant. You don't even like her now. Y'all stuck with a baby. Um, even people catching diseases. I know in Philly, man, it was, people was catching STDs, all kinds of stuff. So, it, it's kind of pointless after a certain point. I guess when you're 18, 19, 20, it's cool, it's fun, it's lit. Um, it get old so fast, and you can't really build. You can't build a business sleeping with multiple women. I don't think. And if you if you do, it's going to stop. I always I always tell people this: you can't get to the top if you're not married, right? Um, no, I take that back. You can get to the top, but you can't stay up there if you're not married. Really? So, and even the billionaires who get divorced, right? They got there married though. True. They got there married, and maybe it didn't work out, whatever. But they good now. But you ain't really gonna get there single. So what's the one thing, if you can think about it, that Jaleesa has done for you that you can't do by yourself? Oh, man, she helped me with a lot of things. Uh, She's not going to let me settle for less than the person I am. So um, something small like, you know, so I bought my grandma. I bought all of us out here from um, from Philly. And my grandma never uh, flew first class ever, right? She's 76, 77. And sometimes I go back to mediocre ways, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So coming here, I was like, no, nah, we're getting economy. It's for y'all, bro. Like, I'm not playing for <laughs> <laughs> it. 
it's for y'all, like, nah, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. And it was the most inconvenient, uncomfortable thing ever, bro. And now, really? and I'm looking the whole time I'm on a flight, and Jaleesa giving it to me, like, we got an attitude the whole way. And it's not because Jaleesa is, 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 she kind of bougie, but it's not really because it's because she know I'm better than this. Like, mm. why you got your grandma? At least she was like, she even said, forget me, you and your grandma need to be in first class. Like, you know, you gotta wait. Your grandma, grandma got a cane. It's like, damn. I'm like, damn. So things like that, I'm like, this is why I married her. Like, she makes me be the best person I can be. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we got to the room, even though the, the flight is already paid for to get back, I had to get first class coming back. Because my grandma, first of all, I want her to experience that and the fact that I got my, the person I love, one of the closest people in my life, I got her going through these inconveniences of, they forgot to bring the wheelchair. Um, it's just like, I love Jaleesa for yeah. those type of things. Mm-hmm. That's just one thing. Um, she makes me be the best version of myself. And when I feel like um, she helps me not feel less than, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I'm that in that GGA, bro. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Um, some girls, the reason I left my ex before Jaleesa is because she was, she was okay settling for mediocre. I, mm. I remember at the time, uh, we was making like 30000 a thousand uh, a year she was okay with that but I was like, you don't want and I was thinking like you don't want more like she was a beautiful spirit and everything and but and there's nothing wrong with that but I wanted more but I didn't she ain't bring that out of me and I didn't like that feeling and then I met Jaleesa and she was just like yeah we can you can do this you can do that so I love that about Jaleesa um now she got her things where so the bad things about Jaleesa <laughs> like she junkie you know what I mean uh-huh. so in my mind, a woman, before I met her, right, was, was clean, they did the dishes, they uh-huh. just, they that person, they domestic. Yeah, 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 Jaleesa yeah. is not domestic. But she make, <laughs> she make up for, that was a work. Go that, ahead, go ahead. You understand the dishes, and that's like, that's like an everyday, multiple day type of thing. Uh-huh. So relax, no, no, she, she, I'm not do it you, every day. you got better at that, but I'm not tripping no more. Cause that ain't, again, Compare her to the old school lady, the uh-huh. old school woman. That's what our moms and grandmas did, and it's not fair. And I don't even want her doing that no more. So um, we, we go get some cleaners now, right? She make me go get up and go hustle, go sell some houses, go make some money to have these things so that we don't, whereas though old women might have been, they would, they, let's, all, let's, let's, let's spend our entire Sunday cleaning the whole house every week. And it's like, is that the best use of our time, bro? Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, though, Jaleesa, man, she just make me level up for sure. She make me level up. And I made the most money ever with her. Mm. You know what I mean? Without her, it's just like, you kind of, you get stuck in your ways. I used to play the game 2K and Madden literally for seven hours straight, bro. Like, I would literally just be there with my boys. With the, we playing seven hours straight. While I was with her, she was like, no, nah, we not doing that. So, and some girls, they they love for your husband to be home playing the game for seven hours yeah, straight. Yeah, just because you're home. Yeah, just yeah. thank me with that. And she's just mad ambitious. I, I, I left my ex because when I met her, man, just ambitious. Like, I just seen uh, she used to just be just getting to it. You know what I mean? So you, you left, did you leave your ex for Jaleesa? I truly did. <laughs> to be all the way honest, I was living with my ex when I met her. Really? Yeah. How did you feel about that? No, no, no. I was. Yeah, she ain't. I met me, but I was, I was with my ex. Got you. But I also left him for the same reason. She left her ex for me, for real, for real. I, when I met wait, her, so I, y'all, wait, 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 w
It's okay. Bring Savannah too if you have to. Bring the chair. Bring the chair. Yeah, we, we both pretty much left our exes. If you really think about that, bring the chair, Julissa. Come, come, come. You're now on the podcast. <laughs> I'll let you sit right here. It is. Kind of, if you think about it. When I met her, right? Uh huh. Her boyfriend lived in New Jersey. You know what I told her? Uh, I said, that's not going to last. He's going to leave her. You're going to leave her and be with me. And that's exactly what happened. Make sure yeah. I can hear this really good. Go ahead. What do you want me to say? Talk about how, how we came about. Okay. You want the real story from my mouth because he will tell you something different. Uh-huh. He will make it seem like he wasn't stalking me. He was. We worked in the same building. Okay. So... I moved out from Jersey to Maryland in like October 2020, had a boyfriend from college, you know, worked in the same building, and we ran into each other because I knew one of his friends from back home in Jersey, and so the situation was, when I got back to my desk, I got a little instant message, and I was like, who is Darren Smith? He's like, hi, nice to meet you. I was like, I didn't meet anyone named Darren Smith, so I was so confused, and then he said, oh, I saw your badge. Like, he was... <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Like, he saw my badge. I didn't even talk to him, but he was next to my friend. So that's how we kind of first met. So we met, and he might have been with the girl. Um, you know, whatever they were doing, that's their business. But it was like, that was like March of like 2011, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We didn't start to like, we didn't go on our first date till like October, October or November. Yeah, it was after the, no, it was November because after Halloween. Whatever. Because I officially broke up with my ex on Halloween. Anyway, so it was around that time, or it was it was in October. I don't know, October 2020, 2011, something like that. So it was a big timeline. Like uh -huh. he was trying to Our talk to me Valentine's all through Day that together. time, and I was like, no. Our ex came to Maryland. He did. Her ex came to Maryland. He did. He she did. was with me on Valentine's Day. He did. While she was with me. So the thing, okay, so it was a couple of reasons that I had left my ex. Lord bless him. It, it was just that. I was just, I was moving and shaking. I, was, I had a job. I had like two other jobs. I was like out here getting to it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I was getting into fitness. I was like learning all these things. And he was still in Jersey and he was probably going through his own stuff, but he didn't let me know. And he didn't have any job. It was just like a year and a half after we graduated. And mm -hmm. I'm like, how do I have three and you don't have one? I'm not asking you for Fortune 500. It was just something, Walmart, I don't care. But so after that, I eventually kind of, I fell out of love with him. And so... This guy was here. He was very persistent. So I was like, you know what? Let me go on a date. Let's let's go on this date that he's been saying we should go on. And I thought it was just gonna be, you know, some free dinner. That's what I thought I was gonna do. <laughs> I really thought I was gonna get free dinner. I just all I thought this was gonna be. I didn't think I was gonna like. Did she pay? Or you pay? Nah, she, the crazy she was like, I'm so used to paying. I, I was. was. That so was another thing. Really? I was used to paying. I was. I told you, mom, he didn't have a job, and that's why when he surprised popped up on Valentine's Day, I was like, "It's a little too late. It's, the ship has sailed, sir." Like, I wanted you to do this a year ago. But the timeline. See, when I, when I explained it like that, you know, it wasn't. There wasn't so it no like better. cross. Yeah, yeah. Cross contamination or whatever. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it was an interesting week, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. There you go. I've been few, you know, my, my work here. Get out my interview. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, wow. So, 
you fit so pretty much like what's one of the things outside of marriage that keeps you going because like I said you've had a rough childhood you know dad wasn't there single mom lost mom at a young age and we all experience like yeah. these the ups and downs of life and we have like maybe flashbacks and stuff like that like what's some what's some things that you can experience uh that keeps me going yeah savannah my daughter um and just uh i always go back when i'm thinking about philly man i'm thinking about the the, the education system i went to, i was like the schools was bad the, just the environment just was so toxic bro um mm-hmm. i don't want to i want to be able to give Jaleesa and Savannah options. Matter of fact, uh, you know, Jaleesa, I was able to retire her last year. So that was major. Seeing my mom work two jobs for her whole life. And Jaleesa used to come home. One time she cried because she was so stressful about her job and just, it was a lot. And I felt less of a man because I, when I met her, I said I was going to retire her. And she used to always throw it in my face, bro. Like I told her before, <laughs> listen, before any real estate, before anything, I said, yo, I'm going to retire you. I don't know how I was going to do it, yeah. but in my mind, like, that's, I just, and she always kept that. We, was, we went to a marriage counseling before, and she boarded up. Because at the time, she still was working, and she was like, I kind of resent him because he told me he was going to retire me. Hearing she, those words, I resent him, how does that make you feel as a man? Bro, like a, like a child. Like, I'm less of a man. Like, I'm not capable. And I'm just like... After that, honestly, after that, after that session, it was turned uh, turned up, cause um, I did promise her that you mm-hmm. know you want to be a man of your word, and then it was like a lot of things with that job, crying in the parking lot, calling me saying I can't do this, um, just hated her job, not living in her passion. It's not like uh, the job was a bad job. It's just it was like killing her soul, and the fact that I told her I was gonna retire her, and I didn't yet. Mm. That that joint was hurting me for real, for real. It was hurting me. And she used to travel. Mind you, wait. When she got pregnant with Savannah, she used to have to travel an hour and a half each way to work. So what do you think I'm thinking? An hour and a half? The traffic, yeah. Was the job that good? No, 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 no. That's the job we met at. She still was there. So, you know, as a man, I'm like, damn, yo, my wife, bro, like she's traveling an hour and a half pregnant because of money? Because you get it for a check. And I had to figure it out, bro. Definitely had to figure it out. So uh, those things, not going to happen to go back to those things. Doing things you don't want to do because of a check, um, that keeps me going. Um, she definitely won't. And Jaleesa, she, she ain't she going to tell me. You know, She ain't going to hold it mm-hmm. and make, make it seem like it's okay. Yeah. Nah, she going to speak. Yo, we, we got to do something about this. You feel me? So um, you, I, that pressure. I need that pressure though to be honest with you because you mm-hmm. definitely could get complacent and comfortable and so she keep she keep fire on my on my I need butt, me a wife huh I think I need me a wife but <laughs> it's, it's gonna be certain things man it's definitely it's, it's, it's gonna stretch you it's gonna push you mm-hmm. just the kind of woman she is some women they cool playing the mother role the uh the wife role and chilling in the back and cooking and cleaning which is fine too because that has its place some people just want that they just yeah. need that whereas though um, we both kind of go-getters, you feel me? So it's like, um, she know I'm the king of the house, but at the same time, um, if I'm slacking sometimes, I know she could, she could hold her weight. But yeah, you might, a wife will push you. And if she see, it might even come between friendships, bro. Like, let's say you got a friend and 
your wife sense he's getting over on you or he kind of taking advantage or talking to you a certain way, your wife going to tell you, like, I know that's your friend and you and this, that, and the third, but nah, you a man. Like, you got to tell him. And if, if you can't tell him, um, without the friendship breaking up, it might mm-hmm. not be a true friendship. You yeah. know what I mean? So certain things wives see that we don't see mm-hmm. all the time, bro. And I probably wouldn't see a lot of things if it wasn't for Jaleesa. They'll let you know. You know yeah. what I mean? They'll let, they'll let you know. So um, outside of the looks, because, of course, Jaleesa is beautiful, but I knew it had to be more than that. Because mm-hmm. everybody always told me, that's one thing, that's going to disappear. Like, I'm sure Jay-Z is tired of how Beyonce look. Everybody else thinks she's beautiful. So it got to be more that Beyonce provides to Jay-Z in order for them to keep this thing together. It has to be. It has to be. Otherwise, it's a brat. So right now in life, and you look back at your childhood, you look back at your teen years, what would you say to your younger self? Um, teen years, looking back. What would I say? Uh, I would definitely want to build, there's a lot of different things on different, like, they're not related, kind of. So... Definitely want to build a relationship with my dad from, from the rip. I wasn't really building it because of my mom. She was basically, like, keeping me away from that. But I think if I know what I know now, I would have I worked that out earlier for sure. And I think I actually could have saved his life, man, to be honest mm. with you. Um, I think I was his only child. I think a lot of the reasons he passed away is because of losing me, losing his mom, my mom, and all of that. So I think if... I would have came forward and talked to him more and just built a relationship, different outcome for sure. Um, that's one thing. Secondly, I think, man, honestly, and then I, I deal with this to this day, one of my best friends since five years old, um, I wish, and this, I don't think it might not be too late yet, I would talk to him more and get him out of his situation. He's still in the streets and stuff, and um, bro, I was literally with this man every since five years old and I feel like since I went I went to college came back and we just like we had friendship no more it was just like and I kind of I don't know if it's my fault I don't feel mm-hmm. guilty about like yo Raheem like what's up bro like you should do this you should do that we had little moments but I just literally was my man like ride or die me and him used to be like this and when I went to college it went left so repairing like childhood friendships. There's a lot of, it was a lot of us, bro. It was like 15 of us every day since kids. And some of them probably look at me like, damn, bro, like, you know, you mess with us no more. But when I tried to, y'all be had, like, I, they put me in, in situations where I can get in trouble, you feel yeah. me? So I'll be like, I'm done, man, I'm cool on that. Um, childhood, repairing childhood friendships. Uh, what else? Uh, I don't know, bro. I really wouldn't change a lot, man. Um, I asked, I actually, I loved the way I grew up. I think it made me who I am today. Um, I love like growing up in the. I love. I used to my whole thing. I used to only want to date women who grew up in the hood because I think I always thought they knew how to get it out the mud. Like mm, they just they yeah, got that yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah. Whereas though, Jaleesa grew up in the suburbs, right? So some of the street smarts ain't there sometimes. Like she the type to go get an oil change, they'll be like $250. Just for an oil change, she'll come back, she'll be like, I'll pay $250 for an oil change. I'll be like, what do you mean? Why do you pay that much money for oil change? She'll be like, well, he said it cost $250. <laughs> like, this one we ain't had no money. And they used to be like, 
you ain't think to like ask them why like certain things mm -hmm. the street smart still it's, it's not there yeah it's, it's not there it's certain things it ain't there it ain't gonna never be there yeah yeah, yeah. it is it, 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 it ain't Jalisa <laughs> the street smarts ain't there but at the same in the same you're not rude I don't think questioning somebody about how much they're charging you for something. Yeah, yeah. She, 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 she. And then like, just certain things. Matter of fact, <clears throat> this was like maybe two, three years ago. She gave somebody her credit card number. Right? Like a random person called her on the phone and tricked her into saying it was like her, 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 her computer had a virus. And she, she gave him credit card information and i'm just thinking about hey like huh like it, i was just like it's just it's weird stuff like that like i, I don't understand you feel me mm -hmm. um so what do you do to try to understand the differences between you all's growing up because she grew up in a different household yeah. like you got a single double yeah both parents both double parents double, yeah. so you gotta think like if you think back to it it's like she grew up not having to have to have street smarts. Exactly. So exactly. it's like, how do you, how do you guys like? Anything. So um, we know where we both are good at and what we not good at. So anything that got to do with finances, I don't I just call, I, let me handle it. Right. I'll, I'll take care of that part because um, that's just not what she. That's just not what she. She just. I don't know. She just think money just fly from the air all the day. So it's a little different. Um, but so on the flip side to that, when it comes to health, right? Health, that's her thing. Like mm -hmm. she gonna make sure that we are in the best shape in health, like ever. Like I'll eat anything, bro. Like when I, before, and that's another reason why I need always needed a wife. Me, I'm sandwiches, I'm frozen dinners. Like I'm quick, I'm white eating cast. anything. I'm eating anything, Don't bro. Don't knock white castle. <laughs> Every time I go back up north, I would definitely. You got, yeah, you got to you just got for the culture, to. right? Just for we, we don't have. I grew up on white castle. So we, I'm from New York. So it's like every now and again you go back to something just, just for one time. Yeah, so. This was an everyday thing for Oh, yeah, you bugging. I was so low. <laughs> I don't know how to cook. <laughs> no, I, and, and I know in my family, you know, it's always health-related issues, man. Uh -huh. So I do appreciate that, you know, she giving us the, the best. And I don't even know if some of that stuff is. Even a certain oil that she cooked with. It's just like, all right, like I don't care. Like we use vegetable spray, whatever, like cooking oil. It got to be a certain. Don't use this. Don't use that. We go to the restaurant. It's like she's rearranging the whole menu for just to make it. And I'm just like, bro, like, let's just order some food. Like, you feel me? Like, but I do understand and I appreciate that she do these things yeah. because uh, I think I'm in fairly great health, man. And I never had any health issues. And I, I, there's a lot to do with her probably. You know, I was born with asthma before I met her always had issues with maybe my asthma and stuff. Now I don't have none of those issues at all no more. And it's probably a lot to do with her. So I know what she good at and what she's strong at and what I'm not. And we just kind of just make it work, bro. We still clash on certain things, but I would say having that other half mm -hmm. is, is super important, bro, super important. So where do you see yourself now that you've looked back on life and you've realized the things that you've gone through, realize the things that you're going through and the things that you're trying to overcome and look back at that life and you say, yo, life was rough for me. And you look back at it and say, okay, I want to change the trajectory for my family going forward. What are the things that you still have to do and you're still fighting this day 
that you know you have to like keep going? Get better at um. I think I got to get better at finances, bro. Honestly, um, I mean it's more so managing it mm-hmm. because we, you know. I think all entrepreneurs right now, right? It's like the era of just entrepreneurs and people running up crazy bags, right? And we never had this much money. We never had access to the money that we get now. Um, And I think that sometimes uh, I'd be like, yo, I feel like we could lose it real fast. So for me, being on top of finances, like making money is one thing, but just managing it, right? We're not even talking about uh, making billions and millions. We're just talking about managing what you have and what's coming in. I'm not the best at that, bro. And I gotta, I gotta admit that. Um, I do have an accountant, but they don't, they really just do bookkeeping and stuff like that. It ain't, it ain't like, yo, you should be doing this with this. You should be doing this with this. Cause I feel like, especially with, with my wife, I just told you, she think it's, it, it just, it just, it just it's rains. Ranked. And just buy, just buy, just buy, just uh, buy. You're going to make it back. But it's like, it's not, it's not the best thing. And making sure, not just we good, Savannah is good. Making sure college is paid for if she, if she choose to go there. Um, that's one. And I think, too, um, keeping the love strong in this family, man. Um, like I said, falling in and out of love. Because I'm going to be real, and I think we both do this. We had, had times like, is this even worth it? Should we... Is this the end? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I fear that, bro. Sometimes I might, I, I, well, I might wake up and be like, I'll be thinking, Jaleesa, be like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm good. That could happen, bro. It's a real thing. Um, I, I hear those you, stories all the time. Why do you fear that? I don't know, man. Just losing people. I, and I was thinking about this actually today on the way here. I feel like I'm always losing people I truly love. Not, not saying that they leave me, like my mom, right? Mm-hmm. person I love is like, Without, without a written notice, like, she just died, bro. That's the only person I really love. Dad, right? So I grew a strong love for my dad and appreciation for him after the fact my mom died. But I love, I just love that he, I love that he loved me. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, I, I mean, just yeah. love that mm-hmm. he, whatever that is. And then he died. I was like, damn, right, right now. And now my grandma, right? So what I'm here with now, she got cancer, and I already know, bro. Like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about it all the time, mm-hmm. and I know it's coming. Not that I don't want to, you know, throw that out there, but I know it's coming. I see, I see the signs, right? I seen too many people with cancer and how they pass, and I'm seeing the signs. So that's why I'm trying to spend as much time with her. And I know, like, damn, everybody keep leaving me. So I'll be thinking about Jaleesa, right? Not in the sense of dying, but waking up and just deciding that she don't, she don't be no more. So you think? But do you really think she will leave you? I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. I'm saying just the. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But think about the guy that you are, the woman that she is, the love that you have, what you all created, the reason you all came together in the first place. Like you gotta think. Like I don't think every not everybody's gonna leave you though. And I think that mindset is going to make you feel like everyone is going to leave. Well, that's why I was saying I understood why David when David Shane said that on this podcast, y'all's last episode, I really, it, it, it hit home. You ain't see it yet. One more time, he said he loved his business. I'm not sure his exact words, I'm paraphrasing. Um, he fall in love with his business more so than like people because he can control his business, that's his baby. It really can't leave him. 
he control it. Whereas but though, you, but people, people can leave. People can't. But think about it though: the business can, it can die. If you real estate can go away, the job you still got your job. Yup, still got my the job. The job that you have right now can go away. The way you talked about your wife, I don't think she's gonna go anywhere. And all right, there's so, some people in your life that come into your life for a reason. Not everybody, you gotta realize not everybody's a seasonal person in your life. Let me not go before I say this, but let's just say, all right, forget her like up and leaving me. Let's say something tragic happens. But why do you wanna, what, no, I'm just saying, cause, but you can't, my thing is like, you're, I, this is a crazy thing. We have, I just had this conversation with my therapist yesterday of living in the past. My issue that I'm dealing with now is that I live in the past entirely too much. Okay. So I always yeah. think of like, okay, if I do this and I've done this before, this happened before in the past, so it's like this is gonna happen again. Instead of just living in the current present in the moment in the future right now. So I think what you gotta do every day waking up is just live in the moment. Yeah. If you wake up, you roll over, her breath stank, your breath stank, <laughs> she's still here. We yeah, got another yeah, we yeah. got another day to make it right. Cause not everybody's gonna leave you. Not everybody's out to you like, yo, like I'm out, I'm dying, the second third. That's just death is a part of life. Well, it's one of the most. Well, in a sense, everybody will leave. leave. In a sense, yeah, everybody will leave. But the thing is, like, even my daughter, not, right? But never everybody's going to leave, though. I think that just, I don't know. That's that hood mentality. Probably. That's what it is. Probably. Yeah. It's that hood mentality, like yo, like you've seen, you probably seen a lot of death growing up. Yeah, bro, for sure. You've seen, like, you know, probably some closest friends. They've died. They've gone on to glory, and it's like in your head, it's like, all right, who next? Yeah, I do think it's like, like it's that, like though. I'm wait you waiting for the next death to happen. I do think instead like of that. just living in the moment, like okay, if they leave, that has nothing to do with you. That's all in how they've lived their life. You changed your life. You left from Philly to Maryland now. Like yeah. <clears throat> you separate yourself from the things you used to do to what you do now. Like you've changed your life, and like it's all that knowledge is mindset really, on how you think about people leaving you instead of like people actually coming and staying. I don't honestly think all your life people just leave, though. They don't, though. Like, even my daughter, she turned 18, she want to live her life, she's going to leave us. That's part of life. You did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's just, that's just a part of I life. I don't, I don't. So, but you said it earlier, though. Like, think about it. It was like, <clears throat> your parents are always going to be there for you. That's why you used to probably yeah. put your parents first. And they left, though. That's what I'm saying. They, they, left, here. they left because it's a part of life. Life yeah, happened. Life happened, though. Jaleesa, yeah. she's still here for a reason. Y'all been together 10 years. Yeah, that's a long sure. time. It is. They say you make it past five, you you you're good to go. Hopefully, that's what they. <laughs> of course, you got to keep going, but it's like you kind of just locked in in a sense, and it's like living in the past is one thing that's gonna keep you in that mindset of this can go wrong, instead of thinking of yo, what if it just goes right? It's like attachments. Like I don't like attachments, honestly. Yeah, because you've seen like. Once you got attached to something, and then that, that's when it like, it's, right. it's like you get yeah. close to it, and it's like, dang. And then, that's, and then, and then it's then gone. Leave, like your pops, yeah. you and your pops finally got close, and yeah. now he's gone. And you're yeah. thinking the same thing every person that comes in your life. Mm -hmm. they get, if I let them in, let them close to me, eventually they'll be gone. Yeah. But what if you let somebody in and they stay? Your wife, prime example. She's, I still think it's new, though. It's, oh, I know it's, it's 10 years. years. <clears throat> I still think but it's, you got, it's five, the five years of marriage is new for you. <clears throat> this mentality, it does show up. It shows up, like, in our relationship. Like, it shows up. Like, I can tell. I know what you fear. Like, 
vulnerable. Yeah, she, she she do say that. I don't open up. I might have cried in front of her like maybe once or twice in ten years, bro. Yeah. Give it a shot, man. <clears throat> My new saying is vulnerability is new sexy. Vulnerability is new sexy. Yeah. Because I think what's the line though between like I'm a man and I'm there is vulnerable. no there is no line. The thing is like that, that we gotta let go of that toxic manhood of what manhood is because of course we see of course you growing up I grew up in like suburban New York uh, upstate and you grew up in of course in Philly so like it's different but it's like if you think about manhood it's whatever you want it to be as long as she doesn't look at you any different you're fine yeah forget about what I got to say your boys got to say it's all about her right now in Savannah so it's like whatever you want manhood to be this day forward going forward is what you want it to be like I've gone through that same phase of like damn what does manhood look like like if I cry would I be less you than? Call in front of women before? Yep, I call my best friend Boo Hoon. Like, I mean, like a woman you dating? You ever did that before? Nah, I ain't really had many girlfriends before. What about hey, like watching a movie with a girl and like the movie made you cry? It'd be a moment like, I I feel a tear going up like. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel you. I feel you on that whole thing, but it's just like now I'm in this whole mood of like my life is changing and I got to make the. I got to def- redefine manhood for me yeah. because I feel so much free when I redefine myself as, you know, who the man Jovan wants to be. And for you, you got to redefine manhood for what you want it to be. Like you say, you feel like, yo, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm feeling like I want to cry, cry. If you feel like y'all feeling emotional right now, be emotional. It doesn't take away from your manhood because you're still a man. You're still providing for your wife and child. You're still providing for yourself. You're still providing for however many people are in your mastermind. Like, that's what manhood is, is yeah. being a provider. It's not about the whole, the vulnerable. <clears throat> you think about it. I think, I don't think, I know, Jaleesa, she'll look at you 10 times better. Savannah look at you 10 times better if you just became a more vulnerable man. She would really, like, lose herself. Like, she, like the whole falling in and out of love thing, yeah. she'll find a new way to find, fall in love with you. And then you'll find a new way to fall in love with her because when you feel like you're, you're at your weakest and she doesn't look at you no different and she, builds, she helps build you back up from that moment again, it's like you gonna look at her like yo, like she a ten plus ten. I work on it. Oh, for sure. It, it's yeah, it's yeah. not an overnight thing. It's not even gonna happen today. But it's just like little instances, like when you feel like yo, like if she want to do some PDA in public, you like nah, I ain't with that. Just do it. Just give it a shot. Just like when you feel that coming, just shift it real quick. Yeah. Hold her hand or grab her booty in public. Like just do stuff that makes her feel like you know she's wanted. And then stuff that also makes you feel like you know what. Dang, we don't, we don't do that stuff back in Philly. That ain't what we do. Like, anything you feel like you, y'all ain't supposed to do, do it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, no, next time, next time, look, next time is, if whatever moment it is, I'm not sure yeah, yeah, what's going to happen. Just, I'm going to let, that, I'm just gonna let the tears come out. Let yeah, just, just let it happen. She ain't going to even know what to do. She's like, I'm so shocked. <laughs> Yeah, like intimacy is just different, man. Just look at it different. And I promise you, like, you're going to feel so much better. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just can't make myself cry. Like, if it's a moment where I feel like I want to cry, just let it. You know what would have been a good moment? What's that? Savannah had a dance, not the second one, the first dance. And I wanted to cry when she was on stage dancing, yo. Well, I cried. You I was just like, I'm not. Because in your head, you probably think, like, what are these people going to think about me if I cry? 
don't know. When you feel like you don't want to express an emotion, what goes to your mind? I don't know. I'm like, let me, I just like, let me hold it in. I really don't know. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna hold it in. Like, even when we watch a movie together, because we, sometimes we used to watch like a lot of like movies where people die and stuff. And then I look over there, she'll be crying like, let me hold this together, man. Because you feel like you got to like hold it together for the Yeah, entire, that's like, probably what it is now. Yeah, I think yeah, about yeah. it. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. If I break down, I feel then like what? everything. Now, like, we, now the whole, it's just a bunch of weakness going on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, you think about when you cry and y'all vulnerable, being vulnerable together, it's connecting y'all in yeah, a different type of way. That. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can see that. It's like, be, yeah, be aligned. Yeah, yeah. We're going to close the thing out, brother. All right. All some right. of a quick commercial. And I want you to close out with some words of wisdom and uh, leave the people with something. So this episode is sponsored by the Emboldened Institute. It's my space where I send out daily text messages of affirmation and hope. Text me 404-476-6780. That's 404-476-6780. Text me the word HEAL to that number or text me the word AFFIRMATION for daily affirmations. Or you can text me both of them simultaneously, HEAL or AFFIRMATION back to back, and we'll get you online every day, 10 a.m. EST. Mitt, my brother, appreciate you coming through. Yeah. Close this out, man. So words of wisdom. When it, all right. I'm trying to – words of wisdom when it comes to ah. – Anything. Um – this might be some words of wisdom from MIT 215. It's the man's responsibility to provide and protect. That's it, bro. It's our job. It's our duty. Um, it's not the woman's duty. It's the man's duty to provide and protect. That's, that's it. That's the words of wisdom, bro. It is. It gets no better. We're out. Peace.